Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Bolay, as always, as we are going to continue our rankings predictions for the 2023-24 season. We did the Metro last time. We're just going to get right into the Atlantic today. Christian, I got to be straight with you. I don't even like my my ranking right now. I, Looking at what I have right now, I genuinely think it sucks, and I'm going to actively be changing it. This is the hardest time I have ever had predicting a division. It, it's it's the best division in hockey. It's the most competitive at yeah. the very least. The, the, I feel okay at one, even then I don't feel great about it. Two through seven, absolute mess. Yes. Like I, I don't feel comfortable about a single one. Not a okay. single one do I look at super confidently. No, Com- couldn't agree with you more. Um, but let's jump into it. Uh, I think we're both going to have number eight as the Canadians. Yeah, that yeah. one is the one I feel okay about, but I even still want to place a caveat on I don't think this team is that bad. No, I don't think they're that bad either. I think they're going to be very similar to Columbus. I think they could be an 80-point team. Yeah, I think they're probably going to reach that mark. I mean, Cole Caulfield, if he's healthy, like he could very well have a 40-plus goal season. and Without like, a doubt. Like Nick Suzuki's already proven himself to be a perfectly fine center. Like Slavkovsky, if he takes a big step. Like they're not going to be a good team, but there's a lot of pieces here where I think they might catch some people off guard. Alex Newhook, Kirby Doc. What? There's a lot of young talent there. They're they're going to catch some teams off guard every couple of nights. You know, I I think it's going to be very interesting. Their defense is not up to snuff. That is ultimately no. going to be what holds them back. Like a lot of teams at the bottom, like they've got pieces. It's all got to gel together, but it, it's it's very much in an unfinished product right now. With this team, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, they're going to be better than people give them credit for, but I do think that they're going to finish last in this division. Yeah, they would not be finishing last in the Metro. I will put it no. th- like that. They are a team that's going to catch people sleeping. They're young. They're fast. They've got talent. They've got good players. It's now just a matter of continuing to build around them, continuing to get some more picks and continuing – to, to develop a lot of these younger players and eventually turn this team into something that can win the Atlantic division. But it's, it's just not there yet. Who's even their goalies this year. Is it still Jake Allen, Jake Allen and Sam Montembeau. They're probably both going to play 41 games each. Yeah. Carey price still isn't coming back ever. I think we would have heard about it by now. Yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. It's the defense and the goaltending scares me with this team. Yeah. Didn't they just get a goalie or did they trade him? They traded him to Vancouver, right? Yes. Why am I blanking on his name? The Penguins guy. What's his name? DeSmith. Oh, Casey DeSmith. DeSmith. Yeah, Casey yeah. DeSmith. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was the Pearson trade. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I don't even know why I brought that up. That doesn't mean. No, it. you're good. You're but... good. You threw me for a loop there. But both have the Canadians finishing eighth. They're a promising young team. They're still two or three years away. Yeah. Like, this is not a next year thing. It might not even be a two years thing, but I think they're on the right path. I don't I don't know if they're going to get any more first overall picks. I think they got plenty of those. But yes. 
Slavkovsky, if he takes a big step, is going to be a big thing for this team. And we'll see where they go from here. But honestly, I don't really have a ton to add about this team, which sucks because I wanted to stall on this team for a while just so I could think about everything else. But I don't think there's much to say about the Habs. No, there's not much to say about it. And we both have them finishing eighth. So let's move on to number seven. This is where it gets hard. This is where I still think we're going to have the same one here. I think we're going to have I personally have seven as Detroit. And do you? I'm taking yeah, that yeah, yeah. I think they still finish seventh. I want the Iser plan to work. I do. But outside of Dylan Larkin and if Alex DeBrinkin can become anything, I, I don't know what out, outside that top line, what else do they have? The thing is, is like you say the Red Wings are going to finish seventh and that just sounds like you think they're going to be terrible. I don't think they're going to be terrible. I don't think this is even really, you can classify it as a bad team, but we're going to talk about all these other teams coming soon. Like, I, I just don't think they're on their level. And I don't agree with maybe the vision of the Red Wings right now. I don't know if this is, I don't, I don't think this is turning them into a, an eventual Stanley Cup champion. I think this is turning them into a perpetual wild card team at best case yes. scenario if some of their guys pan out. Cause how high is Lucas Raymond's ceiling? He definitely had a, a sophomore slump last year, but even his rookie season, 57 points. I mean, I think 65 points would be a successful year for him. Yeah, it'd be a 20-point improvement for him. Debrinkit is going to be a big addition for them. He's probably going to give them 30-plus goals, probably 70-plus points. Like, Larkin is always going to hover around a point per game, but it's the conversation we had on Sebastian Ajo. Like, that's not a guy who's going to be the guy for you. And Maurice Sider, I think, is a a top-pairing defenseman, but is he a star? I, I no. don't know. And there's a lot of other pieces around here that are going to make the Red Wings dangerous in every game, but I don't know if it's putting them over the top. Like, we can just say it. JT Comfer's not moving needles on this team. Nope. And he's getting paid money that he should be moving a needle. Yeah, he's getting paid second-line center money. We know that that's just not what he is. And I, I hope he can do that there. I want him to be able to do that there and to live up to that money. But based on everything that I saw from him over the last several years, good player. If you're asking him full-time second-line center, maybe you'll get that for a little bit. Not for five straight years and not $5 million worth. He got his bag, and I'm happy for him. Very happy for him. That's where I'm at with it. But I think there'll be an 88-point team. Yeah, like I think they're going to hang around the race for the most part, but I think they're just going to get lapped by some other guys. And even still, like their their prospect pool is, I think, is okay. It's not on the same level as maybe some other teams that have been rebuilding for as long as the Red Wings have at this point. Yeah. Like they're fine. I yeah, think they're I, an average team. The goaltending scares me too. That's also the thing. Billy yeah. Huso, what looked like the savior in St. Louis behind Jordan Bennington. And then he signs a big deal in Detroit. It seems like there's a pattern here with guys having one good year and then Steve Eiserman being like, oh, you're going to do that forever. Here's a big contract. Come play for us. Billy Huso was sub 900 last year in 56 games and James Reimer backing him up. James Reimer's not the same goalie anymore. I mean, the guy's been around for a long time. He's a backup. He's 35. I don't know how much you're going to ask of him. And uh, Justin Hall and Ben Sherratt, that's tough. That's 
This is, this is a very mediocre defense. Jake Wallman was a nice surprise last year. We'll see if he can keep that up. Maurice Sider, top pair defenseman for sure. Ben Sherratt, not great. Jeff Petrie, interesting addition, also old. Yes. Shane Gostisbehere and Justin Hall. Like that's it's the most mediocre defense you can ever list. I think even mediocre might be generous. Yeah. It's a collection of, I think, a very good player insider. Uh, can Wallman do it again? And then a bunch of oh boys. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of oh boys. And I think that's what's going to hold this team back. Yeah. Like this. The other teams that we're going to talk about here momentarily just have more than them that I feel okay putting them in seventh. But I can see an instance where this team does ultimately put it together and have a decent season, maybe make the playoffs. But I just think they're they're on a very outside track right now when it yes. comes to this team. Yes, couldn't agree more. Um, let's move on to number six, because I think I'm going to surprise you with who my sixth place team is. Uh, I have the Florida Panthers finishing sixth in this division. You know what I just did in my head right when we were transitioning? Put the Panthers at six? I did. I put yeah. the Panthers in six because, and I don't like that. I don't even know if I agree with that. I, I don't either, but I'm looking at the other teams, and I think the other teams got better this offseason, and I think the Panthers stayed the same, if I, not got a little bit worse. Because the thing is, as recently as two days ago, I had the Panthers in second. And I've slowly been moving them down the more I've looked into each and every team, because I still think this is a good team. But it's as a great you know, team, you can still you can tell my conflict with this division here is like I'm having I'm going to put them in six. I'm going to mark that down. I've moved them down four spots in three days because I st- I still believe in something with this team. I still think they have something here. I, but, I just think they're going to be the same team they were last year. I think they're a ninety to ninety two point team. But the thing last year is that there was evidence that suggested that that team was a lot better than ninety two points, Ooh. and. Spencer Knight's going to start the year in the AHL. There's, it's not going to be the Spencer Knight finally takes over. It's got to be Sergei Bobrovsky to take over. He's got to take over. And if Ekblad and Montour were starting the season on this team, I think I would have them in the playoffs and I'd feel okay about it. But that is two very good defensemen out of your lineup to start the season. And your top pair is Gus Forsling and Josh Mahura. And in a division this close, that might be a death sentence. It like, might be even like I I've seen very conflicting timelines on those two. And when they're coming back, let's say they come back in December, this team's going to hang around right till the end. They're going to be in the race the entire time. But if Bobrovsky can't do it in the regular season, this team is, is fucked. But I do like their offense. Matt Kachuk is one of the best players in the world. He proved yes. that last season. He's absolutely one of the best players in the world. Carter Verhage had 42 goals. Like just the same as Ovechkin. Sasha Barkov was kind of bad last year, and still had about what seventy-eight points last yeah. year. In the regular not good season. for a first-round fantasy draft pick, but he was solid. But still, really solid. And again, we've seen what Evan Rodriguez can do as a rover. Yeah. He he can really play on any single line and be and be a positive impact player. Bennett is solid, and I I do kind of like their depth. Lusta Reinen, Lundell, Sam Reinhardt is playing on the third line somehow. Like, but they're going to have to outscore their problems. Yeah. They, there's just, 
the more I went over in my head, it was just like, I think they're just barely behind right now. And losing those two defensemen for two months might not seem like a lot of time, but when every single point in this division is going to be as valuable as it is, it's just going to put them behind the eight ball. Cause like the the difference between sixth and second could be like five points. Like I think all of the teams are ridiculously close. Like I, like even the team I have in second as it right now, might be completely different when we actually get to them. But like, I don't even believe in them really that much either. Like there's, there's going to be so many moving parts in this. There is pretty much from this point on, I, I, I'm giving you my best guess. I have no idea. I honestly agree with you that this could be a division where you could lose one game and go from first place to sixth place. Yeah. It's just so tight at the moment right now. And I'm stalling because I, I, I don't you know. Who I go next in, with my fifth place I don't, team? I don't know who I have in fifth. I genuinely don't. Fifth, I got Boston. See, and yeah, that's interesting. Right now, I, I have, I have Boston in in fourth at the moment so not 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 too far yeah, off not too i have boston off. fifth i have boston fifth and i will explain why uh i think they lost a lot and i think that loss and last year in general is going to take a lot out of this team you, you can't pour as much devotion into last year as you did patrice bergeron gone david krejci's gone you're talking about pavel zaka being your number one center i don't trust that i think david posternak's one of the best players in the world I think Brad Marchand is going to do Brad Marchand things and be a nuisance, but he'll still be a solid player. Charlie McAvoy is one of the best defensemen in the league. I don't think Linus Allmark has the same year that he had last year. And I think they regress a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean, I think they're a hundred and eight point team. That gets you in the playoffs though. It get, No, I, I think in, if we can go back, I'm already changing my predictions. I think both wildcard teams are coming out of the Atlantic. I think I'm the Metro only gets three. I'm kind of leaning to that now because I, I had the Rangers as a wild card team when we did our Metro. I don't know, man. I think that's just maybe going to be our bold take for the season is that the Rangers miss. Because yeah. I, I from here on, I cannot comfortably say these teams miss the playoffs. Yep. I, I got – I'm going to change it, and we've already changed it. This is We're allowed one change in each division, each conference, before these, these episodes get released. And that, that's our one for the conference. Is I, I think five teams from the Atlantic again, and only three from the Metro get in. Yeah. So, I mean, I should, should I continue talking about Boston or just give my number five? Well, I mean, what are your thoughts on Boston? You think that it's a it's a fair point that they go down to a hundred and eight point team? Do Do you think that they can improve? They're obviously going to have a decrease from what they did last year. Last they, year they they're were going to they're, team of all time. They're going to decrease, and no matter what, that decrease is going to be substantial. But there is still pieces here with this team. They still have David Pasternak. They still have Brad Marchand. They still have Charlie McAvoy. Olmark and Swayman, like what What even is regression for them? Back to the 918s where there's right. still really good. There'll still be a very good team. It's just last year they had 135 points. They were plus 128 in goal differential. Yeah. Like and the next closest them. team was plus 67. And that was the Dallas Stars. Yeah. I don't know, like a loss like that, both losing to Florida like that and then losing Bergeron and Krejci. We're going to have to see how this team starts the season because that can be the kind of thing that shatters a team beyond belief. Losing two core members like that and that kind of loss in the playoffs, like it it can break you beyond repair. And I can't believe we talked about Boston this long and not mentioned their center depth. It's bad. It's really bad. 
It's bad. It's really bad. I, I still think they're going to be a very good team, and I think they make the playoffs. But to expect them to be one of the top three teams, I just don't have it. I don't have it for them. And I agree. I agree. Uh, Pavel Zaka as your top line center. They're, they're going to make a trade for someone. Yeah. If they're still battle, battling for a playoff spot as you get to February, they're going to make a trade for a high end center. Yeah. And who do like, you have in fifth then? Dude, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I have no idea who I have in fifth still. I've been stalling this whole time. I'm in fifth. I, I, I'm, I'm going to put Ottawa in fifth. Which yeah, is, I have Ottawa in fourth. Yeah. And I've I've gone very high up on Ottawa. I've gone back down on Ottawa. I think I'm Alton, fully bought into Ottawa this year. I think fully my doubts with them come in goal. I don't know if Jonas Corposalo is going to be the the long term solution for them. I he doesn't need to be that. though for this year. I think they just need a goalie who can make no, a nine ten save percentage. No, I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they're at that point where there's like we just need you to be good. No, I think they still need him to be pretty good for them to to go far i mean stutzla's great i love tim stutzla claude Giroux had a nice bounce back last season and took a big chuck's great brady kachuk's great he's a point per game player they add tarasenko to the mix but i there's still pieces missing thomas shabbat jake sanderson jacob chikrin and i love i love that one two three but after that you're talking artem zub i think it's a solid Um, nhl defenseman solid third pair defenseman travis hamannick i I'm not the biggest Travis Hamanick guy. Eric Brandstrom, there's only so many chances you can give a guy to pan out in the NHL before it just doesn't work. And they need some of their depth to really come through and prove themselves. Because I, I don't know. Coming back, though, that you forgot about Josh Norris, man. Josh I Norris. I haven't forgotten about year. Josh Norris. Again, Ottawa is not going to be bad this year. They're not going to be bad. I just I don't know if it's enough. I don't know if they have enough yet. I think they have a chance to be not as good as New Jersey was last year, but they have a chance to be that team that surprises you. Like I could, I could talk myself into Ottawa being a top three in the Atlantic. I can talk myself into it for sure, but that's also everything goes right for this team. I don't know if that's going to happen with them. I think Stutzla is going to have a fantastic season. I, I just don't have the same vibe with them as I do with maybe another team later on. on yeah, I mean, it, in the grand scheme of things, we're, we're talking semantics. You you have them fifth, I have them fourth. Yeah. It's not like a drastic. I mean, it's, it's also just pure coincidence that's working out this way because I've put down my ranking. I'm making this up on the fly. Yep. I go at this point. I'm fully just going off of my gut feeling at this point when it comes to these teams. And I don't know, Ottawa, they look really good. I think having a full season of Jacob Chikrin is going to be a huge addition for them. And that having, trade worked out really well for them. Yeah, and having Thomas Shabbat have a full season of Jacob Chikrin. It's so weird to me that Jacob Chikrin is younger than Thomas Shabbat because it doesn't seem like that. That's very, still very doesn't. to me. Jake Sanderson could have a massive breakout season as well. Like there is definitely... Well, they're paying him to, so he better. Yeah, he they're, they're paying him to. It doesn't kick in until next year, but they're paying him $8 million after this season to be one of those guys. But it's just, I think they're still need to work on outside of that a little bit. They're so close. They're so close. I think they're only going to miss by a few points. I think they're going to be right there. Well, we I just don't. said there's going to be five teams from the Atlantic in there. And if you, and, have I, and I lied and I, just <laughs> lied. 
I lied and changed my mind, and I'm putting the Rangers back in as okay. as the last wild. Card. I, I still think Ottawa makes the playoffs. I I think they're a very good team. Josh Norris coming back is huge for this I, team. I agree. I agree. It's going to be huge for them. Look at that top six and tell me they aren't better than Boston's top six. It's it is better than Boston's top six, but Boston I think just is a little more well rounded, and it's it's a proven thing. Like yep, Ottawa has fair. been too down for too long for me to just make that leap in my mind. Cause I think they're if they just add a little bit more to this team, just a little bit more, maybe into the depth. And if some if someone can step up and maybe take that job, like if if Ridley Greed can turn into a, a solid NHL or <clears throat> losing my voice, Jesus. No, you're good. I then I think that might just barely be enough. But remember what we're talking about here with this division. Everything is so close that there is so little room for error for anybody. And I don't, I just, I feel like Ottawa is just not quite at that point yet. Okay. That's fair. Not quite. That's fair. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets when you sign up. Best of all, nobody's going to be missing out on any of the actions this season because all DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. So what are you waiting for? Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Now, back to the episode. Let's move on to number three. Who do you have as number three? This one's tough because everyone's waiting for Tampa Bay and they are the ultimate question mark in this division. I can't put them lower than three at all. That's where I have them too. I I have Tampa at three. I have Buffalo at three. Oh, you got Buffalo at three. Yeah, but I'm making it up as I go. I'm still okay. Go on your Buffalo thing because I have Buffalo at two. Okay. I love the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> that, see, th- this is where bias, there's going to be bias in picks for the Avalanche and the Sabres. Griffin and I both love the Sabres more than anyone should. Yep. Just letting you guys know that. I am very high on the Sabres this year, and so are you. I love the Sabres team. They're also a team that I'm like, oh, maybe I'm being too biased. They're going to finish sixth. Or I love this team so much. They've got so much talent. They're going to finish second in this division. And I'm I'm going to settle on third for them because we do have to remember this team has not made the playoffs in 12 13 years this is the first year they actually have playoff expectations and in that, at least five years that is something that you have to monitor with a team because last year there is no expectations and they prove that they are young and they are fun and they have talent and they're moving in all the right direction and everything and i love this team and i believe in them they have Rasmus Dahlin. They have Owen Power, who could turn into a superstar like Dahlin proved he was last season. They have Tage Thompson, who could very well be a 50-goal scorer and a 100-point scorer this season. Dylan Cousins, who just fought Sidney Crosby in the preseason, had a massive... I thought you said it was Peyton Krebs. 
Was it Peyton Krebs? Okay, I'm lying. I don't know. I can't remember I'm what you're saying. Go, go back on your point. Go back on your point I'm, with Dylan Cousins. I'm, I'm lying again still. I'm sorry. But they've got a lot here that I believe in. I It's not a Stanley Cup contender yet. But I think the path is opened enough for them to make it into the playoffs at very least. Darlene growing into a star last year, I think is bigger than Tage Thompson honestly and yes. having Owen power be in line for a similar growth trajectory for this season is also he, huge for he them. Could they, be, he could be better than Ross Mustelling too. Even if he's not yeah. the fact that you have both of them is ridiculous. And yes. Tate Thompson being what he is and Alex Tuck having a 79 point season last yep. year and over her game is crazy. Dylan cousins was excellent last year. Like there's just so much that is moving in the Sabres direction right now that I felt uncomfortable having them high in my rankings. But once we ultimately got down to it, like I, I can't deny them right now. You haven't even mentioned the, I think the most exciting part about this team. And now it is really going to be the deal breaker is, is Devin Levi the guy I was. And I was hoping you'd bring Devin Levi up because that you're right. That's ultimately it. Can a 21 year old goalie who's played seven games in the NHL, get this team to the playoffs. Cause this team has not had goaltending in forever since Ryan Miller. Yeah, since Ryan Miller and it, like the corpse of Ryan Miller, who they dragged out there every single night in front of an awful team. But Devin Levi is probably the most hyped goalie I've seen in a while coming into the NHL, probably since Carter Hart. Yep, I'd agree with that. And maybe Shesterkin. Maybe Shesterkin as well. But I just I always remember the hype around Carter Hart being this yeah. guy is going to come in and immediately be a superstar. And Levi came in last year at the NHL, played seven games and was a 905. And yeah. he dominated college hockey. He was a 952 with Northeastern the year before. It was a 933 with them in 34 games this season. I don't think Devin Levi is going to win a Vesna or anything like that no. this season. Maybe won't even be in the Calder conversation. They just need him to be good. But that's the thing is if they had more goaltending, I would absolutely be comfortable putting them higher. But it's it's an incredible gamble right now with that. See, because. I still like Pekalukinen too. Well, that's the thing. Pekalukinen also not super proven. He's 24, yeah. and he's been okay at the NHL level. He was sub-900 in 33 games last year. And behind them is Eric Comrie, who was hurt for most of last season. But was good when he played. But also wasn't that good when he played. When he came from Winnipeg, he was a 920 with the Jets, and he was an 886 last year. They're, they're rolling the dice on goaltending right now, and you cannot fault them for it because you might have something special, but it might not be this year. And that could be what holds the Sabres back and might be what ultimately forces them to miss. But I believe in it enough to take them out of a wild card spot and put them top three. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's for me, I have them two. And the reason why I have them two is Tage Thompson is going to prove that he's a top 10 player in the world, which I think that's going to be there. Uh, you, you talked about Dylan Cousins being in there. He is phenomenal. Peyton Krebs could take a step. Rasmus Dahlin could take a step. They could still get stuff from Owen Power. Like this team has so much potential and I think they're finally going to get it. And this is my bias side coming out. I think Eric Johnson is going to be valuable in the locker room for them. And he's going to provide some stuff that they didn't necessarily have. I think Devin Levi's the guy. I do. I, I really am buying into the hype with him. So I have the Sabres finishing second. But they're only finished second by maybe a point. Yeah, like it's it's a very tricky thing to predict because, like again, second and sixth could be like 
six, seven points at the end of the season. If you go on a cold stretch, you might miss the playoffs entirely. The ceiling for the Sabres is so high. It's so high. It's so high. They have so much high-end talent. They have so many guys who could break out at once that I wouldn't be surprised if they just outright win the division if everything goes correctly with them. If Levi immediately turns into a stud like that, that pushes this team to a completely different level. They'd if be, everyone breaks out, they could win the Stanley Cup this year. If everyone breaks out, they'll be the devils on crack this yes. year. But that's probably not going to happen where everything goes right for them. They're also still a very young team, still also a lot of them adjusting to the NHL level, which you have to take into account, especially Devin Levi. And also at the end of the day, the Sabres cannot say the word Stanley Cup. The word is playoffs. You yes. need to get into the playoffs. This team has got to get that monkey off their back. They need to make it in to the playoffs and end that drought before they can even utter the word Stanley Cup. They were one point away from making it last year. See, I've and seen I that brought up a lot, but it was also 92 points was enough to get the Panthers in last year. That, that it's going to be way no. more this year. They're not just the Sabres are one point better than they were last year. They might need to be like eight or 10 points better. Yeah, I agree. And I think they will be. I think they will. I think they're going to be around the 100 point mark, probably above it. Okay. All right. Let's move on. You have have Tampa in two. I have Tampa in three. Yeah. So, and again, I'm not super happy about it. Like this, I'm not either, but I just, I can't quit on this team, man. I can't. I can't quit on them. They are. Until, like, I know they lost in the playoffs last year. Until they're, for me, I already learned my lesson with the Penguins a couple years ago. You don't bet on a veteran team until they finally fail you. You know what I mean? And I know Vasilevsky's going to miss eight to 10 weeks. They're going to pick up a goaltender on waivers. I just think Stamkos is still really good. Kucherov is still one of the best players in the world. Braden Point is phenomenal. I think Victor Hedman's going to have a bounce back year. Sergachev took a huge step forward last year. Uh, Eric Chernak is still a very solid defenseman. I I can't have this team finishing outside the top three in the Atlantic. I just can't. Yeah. I, I I just can't bring myself to that point. I think I completely agree. Where it's like they they still have all their guys here, and they're yeah. not taking steps back yet. If Hedman has another year like that, then maybe yeah. But he's thirty two. He's like it's not like his he's in the twilight of his career. Not yet. Uh, he was probably just going through a lot last year after three straight appearances in the Stanley Cup final, two of them being wins. And like, this is another team where I'm like, oh, I've had them as high as one. And there have been times where I'm like, ah, but they're probably not going to make it. I'm, I feel like I'm on the same page with you at the very least, even if we have them in different spots. They have all of the talent here. If it's Jonas Johansson starting for two months, though, that's a big problem i just i don't believe that they're going to do that but i don't have anything that suggests otherwise because they haven't done anything yet about it it's not like we haven't known about vasilevsky to this point and they don't have another option right now other than our beloved jojo who last year in three games was a 932 to his credit he was great he was great incredibly small sample size but to go from you played three games last season to you are the starting goalie for the Tampa Bay lightning is a stark jump. Yes, it is. It is. I just can't bet against this team until they miss the playoffs and finish. Yeah, they, they're, they're still just too much here. I'm a big Nikita Kucherov believer. 
I fully believe that man gets left out of best player in the world. Stamkos is going to be pissed off this year because he didn't get his contract. He's going to be in fuck you mode. I think we could see another 100-point season. Like St- Stamkos went from his career is basically over to two years ago had 106 points and last year still had 34 goals and 84 points and was over a point per game. Like He's not going anywhere. He got Braden Point, who is almost had 100 points last season, had over 50 goals again. Like This team, they still have the talent that they need, and they've got enough depth that I think is going to get them in. Like Tyler Mott, Glenn Denning, Janot, it's not sexy. I think it's enough for a team like the Lightning to get there. Correct. Correct. And they aren't a sexy pick. I think after you hear the Vasilevsky news, I think we even said it. We may not have said it on the recording, but we said it like just me and you. Tampa may miss the playoffs. I think we I think we said it on the show. Did we? Yeah. I think I think and, everyone said it. Right. Whereas like, dude, Vasilevsky covers up a lot of problems with this team. Sometimes. He does. And, and he was bad near the end. So maybe this rest in a weird way is going to be good for him to miss eight to 10 weeks. It's going to suck in the interim for them, but having a well-rested Vasilevsky coming off major back surgery to be, to be fair, I think that could help them in the long run. I, I just can't bet against this team. And yeah. even if, even if these two months are just a shit show for them, would you still bet against the lightning to not have a late season run to get them in? Cause the thing now is Tampa has not cared about the regular season for three years. They have to care now. Correct. And the team that has to care about the regular season is going to play better in the regular season. That's just simple fact of the matter. And I believe in the talent here. And I, I honestly, I thought their depth was worse than it was when I actually looked into it. I thought it was going to be worse than it actually was when I actually looked at it. It's not terrible. Yes. There are, there are some holes in this lineup. It's not enough to miss the playoffs. If they can get by without Vasilevsky, they're going to be in. Correct. So I have them second. You have them, or you have them second. I have them third. Yes. Yes. So we're we're on the same page about that. Uh, That leaves one team. And I think they've separated themselves enough in this Atlantic that I feel comfortable enough doing it. The Maple Leafs finishing first. Uh, I think they've separated enough from these teams. I still think they're only going to win the division by like five to seven points. But of all the teams in this division, I think they're the best. Yeah, I think I think there's enough separation between them that I'm comfortable putting them in first. I don't think they're going to run away with it by any stretch of the imagination. But the teams below them are too banged up, lost too many guys, are still too unproven that you can't really comfortably say anyone's going to finish ahead of them. I don't know. Does this not kind of feel like by, like a by default first place where it's just yeah. like, yeah, they're a good team. They've got star players. They look a little deeper than they've been in a couple of years. They've got some young guys who can break out, but it's, it's still the same Leafs, but it's also still the same Leafs wins. Most divisions. They've just been stuck behind Tampa and Boston year over year over year. And if they can't win the division this year, honestly, that is more of a failure than their playoff stuff. Like that they, they need to win the division this year. It's their division to lose. Matthews needs to go back to the MVP level. Marner should be hitting a hundred points. Like Nylander should probably approach a hundred points as well. And, but at the end of the day, I know we always rag on their defense and it always is a little better than we all say it is, but it's still not good. It, yeah. And, and we're also banking on Samsonov having another good year. Yeah. And I think he will. Like, I, I think Samsonov is fine. He was a 919 last year. He blinked in some big moments. 
was enough to get them by the first round in the playoffs. And that entire team just got mauled by the Panthers yeah. in the second round. They got absolutely mauled. But I I like a few of their additions. I think Tyler Bertuzzi playing with Matthews and Marner, I think that's a great signing. Like I think that's a great Max Domi too. Like their forward group's gross. It's yeah, gross. Their, their forward group is and the Matthew Nyes could be a guy that has a massive right. breakout this season and breaks into the top six. Sam Lafferty gives them some good punch. Like Domi, Yarn Croak, I like those as well. Even Dave, even David Camp as a fourth line center, even if he is expensive as much, but there's also the elephant in the room that they have to they've willingly signed themselves up to play Ryan Reeves. Who yes. I get it. Vibes guy, hits hard, can't skate, all the other things that we say about enforcers every single time, but because he's loud, everyone thinks he's better than he is. Like I, he's not the worst enforcer in the world, but he's not gonna play in the playoffs. And they willingly signed themselves up to three years of 1.35. But it's not going to be enough where it's, I don't think it's going to knock wins off the table or anything. It's also going to be annoying that everything the Leafs do this season is going to be credited to Ryan Reeves. Yes. Ugh, Very funny. I, I'm so not looking forward to this. Of it's it's going to be fun. On the Leafs, the, the media coverage is going to be the worst. Yes. It is going to be very bad, but it's bad every year. And I think it's rightfully this team is the best in the Atlantic. Probably the third favorite in the East. Probably. I, I have them behind Carolina and New Jersey. Yeah, me too. If, if we were still going by conference, I'd have them in third. Yeah, I agree. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but that's the Atlantic. We've done the whole Eastern Conference now. So now I have to ask you, what's your Eastern Conference final matchup? Shit, man! I didn't even know we were doing this. Oh, we got. Wait, wait, just, just go for it. You you have your teams in the playoffs. Who who do you have as your Eastern Conference final? In the Eastern Conference final, it's. I mean, the I think the safe pick is you say like Carolina, Toronto. I mean, there's just the Atlantic teams. I don't feel good about playoff runs for any of them. Any of them, really. Like I think Tampa's super hurt. I don't think Boston has the center depth anymore. Buffalo and Ottawa are too young. Toronto is Toronto. Like if I could have it be Carolina and New Jersey, it I would have it be that, but I, I can't. I don't know. Why don't you go first? I have Carolina versus Buffalo. First Buffalo. Yeah. I, I really I, that I want that more than anything for Buffalo to go on a deep run. Yep. I just if they're matching up Tampa in round one, I think that's a rough. It's match. tough. It's tough. I. I just know all this is going to age so poorly when it comes to the Atlantic and I've staked my flag in Buffalo for them being a really good team. I think that they are going to make it to the Eastern conference final. And I do think Carolina finally makes it to the cup final this year. I think that's the thing is like, I've given up on Carolina, so they're going to make a run, but like now it all comes down to, if I predict them to make a run, they're not going to right. if I don't, they will. So I feel kind of screwed either way, but yeah, I think Carolina is probably going to make it there as well. And out of the Atlantic, I would love for it to be Buffalo. I really would. But it comes down to, I think, Tampa and Toronto again. And it depends how healthy Tampa is in the playoffs. I think if they're healthy and Vasilevsky's back and feeling good, I think that rest is going gonna, is gonna to do them well, I think. I'm going to bet on the Lightning getting healthy, and I'll I'll put them in the conference final. I like it. I like it. 
I think it's fair. Um, I hate I hate that though. It feels like such a cop out. Carol, it does, but also at the same time, I think a lot of people are low on the lightning now. I think that could that pick could age very well for you. But it just feel I, I don't. I, it just feels so safe. Carolina and Tampa just feels like such a lame pick. It does, but I like I think if you would have made that prediction last year, it would have been lame. But yeah. I think this year, I, I, it's a little bit sexier because everyone loves the Devils. Everyone loves uh, the Devils. Yeah, everyone loves the, the Devils. Devils. Yeah. So, the devils and the devils i think like i know like easy pick is like devil's leafs and that's not going to happen yeah. like that's, that's too easy the easy pick does not happen for the one you have from the regular season is not going to happen you've got to expect some crazy to happen which is why i like the buffalo pick i really hope that's the case for them that's it, just more for my hopes and dreams because yeah. i want buffalo to be good the, the thing can. is if, if florida does make it into the playoffs i can definitely see them having a very similar run yes like they did last year if bobrovsky is up to the moment again it can very easily be florida coming out of the atlantic i completely agree with you but at, at this moment as we're recording this at on friday october 6th i have florida missing the playoffs and they they very well could make it in at the same time like I, honestly, like if Pittsburgh has everything go well for them, they could very well be that team. They just get in and they yep. can knock off like the Hurricanes or the Devils in round one. I wouldn't be shocked to see them back there either. I wouldn't either. The East is a lot of really good teams. Yeah, I don't it, think there's a clear cut favorite in the East. It's Carolina and New Jersey. I think they're going to fight it out for the top spot and probably meet in the second round. And everyone's just going to kind of have to be left to figure it out for themselves after that and hope that those teams beat the shit out of each other enough that if you make it to the conference final, you can take advantage of them. Agreed. But we have the Eastern Conference done, my friend. And it didn't take us five hours to do it like it yeah. has done in previous. We're, we're learning. We're getting yes. better with with every passing year. We don't do the entire episode or the entire oh, prediction shit. in in one episode where it's three hours long. We try to no one listen to that shit a little bit. Yeah, and no one listened to it either. So we're gonna split it up into this one and force you to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But now we get into the meat and potatoes. On the next episode, we're gonna be doing the Pacific Division. Yes. So we're be ending with the Central Division after that. Yes. But next time. We're going to be doing the Pacific Division. Yep. So we're going to wrap this one up here. Thank you all so very much for tuning in to another edition of the Teledabs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. You can use promo code Teledabs It Is on SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at NHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay. And you can follow the show at Teletabs It Is. But again, thank you all so very much for tuning in, and we will catch you all next time. But until then, let's go abs. Mm-hmm.